Hello, you're listening to Living Alone Together, and I am your only host, Yen. Ah,、uh, so it's been exactly a week, and I thought I couldn't make it this week. I thought I would miss this this day, and then I would just record tomorrow. But I've got so much on my mind, and I just want to let them all out. And as I said, it's really a public journal, so. Please forgive me if it's completely self-centered and has nothing to do with real life, and it's none of your business, etc., etc. So,、um, anyway, just bear with me, please.、Um, I know that last time, or actually two episodes before, I said I wanted to talk about makeup, and I think today is the perfect day,、uh, perfect day to talk about this because I've done. Some thinking, or I, I've updated my thinking with regards to to makeup. So, I remember that last time I mentioned this view of civilization and how makeup is another arena where we can see that people are doing things to、uh, put on or to sort of meet the unsaid requirements of. Um, civilization, and that、uh, makeup is one of one of the things where、uh, you know we all know that the real thing underneath is not the same as what you see、um, on the surface. But people still do it nonetheless. Now, I think, however, it's not exactly the same as any other kinds.、Um, Of view of civilization, I think it's not exactly the same as say, you know, that you need、um, two sets of um, um, tableware、uh, for different occasions, or that you need this clothes for work and this kind of clothes for for other social、um, uh, social social situations. I think makeup is something a little bit more complicated than that because. It's first of all, it's it's highly highly sexualized, or rather, it it really depends on the gender. We know that mostly it's just female. It's only women doing、um, doing makeup, and I think I think that that gives it a very difficult extra layer to analyze. And we I don't think we can just say that it's also part of the view of civilization where people are just doing. Are just、uh, putting on makeup for the sake of going to work, or for the sake of showing, um, um, for for changing their their mindset for a particular, um, um, situation. I think that's not the case. I think makeup is quite, um, it's multi-layered, and that's why I want to do this episode today. And I also thought about something else today, or. This past week, which ties into this topic, which is the idea that、um, perhaps everything we do ultimately a hundred percent is just for mating. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is too bold a claim or too weak a claim. I'm not sure if this is already the assumed.、Um, Thing that everyone has in mind, where you know, whenever some someone else changes their appearance or they try to seek a promotion, we're all yelling inside, "Wow, yes, he's trying, or he or she is trying really hard to get the、um, to get a mate." Right? I don't think 
I don't think that's what is going on in everyone's mind. So I'm leaning towards that this is more of a bold claim rather than a weak one. I think ultimately, however, everything is for mating, and that's why I want to talk about makeup as um at the same time. Um, so the thing about makeup, first of all, um, as you probably know already, I am a woman, and so. Um, not to be genderly biased, but this I would say this is more, this is kind of my issue, or it it's really tied into my day to day thinking、um, a lot of times.、Um, now I want to just share sort of my personal history or development with makeup, and then maybe I'll explain why that relates to this. Everything is ultimately for mating kind of thing. So. I'm not.、Uh, let me. Where where can I start? Well, first of all, I guess I have to start with my mother. I think that's ultimately where everything starts. I would say that my mom is not someone who puts a lot of makeup. Actually, she doesn't at all. She doesn't even draw her brows, and she doesn't do anything even discreetly.、Um, I think. I know that she has a few lipsticks, and that's all. And she only wears them on special occasions, maybe attending a party or a wedding. Otherwise, I think she doesn't use makeup. She does have a bunch of anti anti aging skincare products, so that's another whole. It's whole another issue, the skincare routine kind of thing. But makeup, I think, I think it's pretty clear she doesn't have any, and she only has lipsticks. That's it. Um. Now, so for me, I guess I never had this, you know, moment where I try to put on my mom's makeup and see what it's like. I I never fit into that kind of narrative. Although I don't know why that's such a common narrative. Is it true that little girls actually do that? I'm not sure. But anyway, I never had that kind of memory tied with trying my mom's makeup or anything like that. And I've never. I think when I started. Got. I think I got interested in makeup or anything related to cosmetics when I was in, maybe in middle school, maybe in grade seven or grade eight. And the only thing at which I was interested in was lip gloss. And, and I would say it was a pretty. Now, okay, interestingly, I don't. I can't tell if that's actually a natural, uh, reaction towards makeup or. Um, rather, it's a social thing.、Um, I would say that because we have these tiny pharmacies um, um, around a lot of corners in our city, and so you know, if you're a middle school student after school, you we have no nowhere to go. You would go with your friends to one of them, I think, and the other place that you would go to is the convenience store where you have snacks and everything. So if we we are in the pharmacy, pharmacy basically you've got what do they sell there? Maybe you you've got some socks, you've got daily utensils, something like that, and a big area is of course makeup, right? And so、um, I guess what happened was my friend was was extremely interested in actual、um, full-on makeup products like. I don't know, like lipsticks and stuff, and I wasn't really that interested in that. I guess I only was sort of interested in, in lip gloss because that's the idea that, yeah, your lips become、um, 
maybe fuller looking, shinier, but not exactly too explicitly made up. And so maybe that's why I don't remember. And then that's my only memory with makeup when I was in middle school. Um, and when I actually start putting on makeup, I think... So my whole high school, I was clean. <laughs> I was completely makeup free. I don't think it was a culture in our school to put um, any makeup. But I can tell that probably some of the girls did. Actually, I don't remember that much. You know, I think in high school, I didn't really focus on this kind of thing. And it wasn't sort of my culture or I wasn't in that cultural group or a social group I would say so I didn't really have any memory with makeup when I was in high school now in university I think that was when I started um not thinking about makeup explicitly but more thinking about my appearance in general because I think I started wearing contact lenses when I was in university and in fact, my mom was the one who encouraged me to get these when I graduated from high school. I think in high school, it wasn't a thought because you kind of had to study a lot and it's not a good idea to wear contacts to, to, to high school most of the time. And I think partially it's also because, at least at the time, my, my parents and I were still um very much had this you know Taiwanese traditional mindset where you know high school is for studying and you only start your own life when you're in university I don't know I'm not sure about that but anyway the the thing is I had no memory about makeup or cosmetics when I was in high school in universities my in university my mom started sort of just stuffing me with a bunch of skincare products and you know she approved i don't know if she approved or she encouraged me to get contact lenses i don't remember and she was superly sorry superly that's not even a word but anyway she was i thought i think it was in university that she started to get a little bit more anxious about my appearance and uh that ultimately uh, made me anxious as well um i don't mean anxious anxious but more sort of she talked more about that kind of thing or maybe rather in university because I was wearing contact lenses and because and I stopped having glasses to sort of hide my head to to hide my face with so so that's when I started to seeing my face directly because I've had glasses throughout my whole life I think um but that's not even the point I think somehow naturally I started um well, I do. I I use lip gloss uh, in university and maybe eyebrows. So I I draw my eyebrows in university, but it's not a serious thing. Like it was pretty quick. I never. Well, I think back in the days there wasn't such things as um, you know, YouTube tutorials. So I don't think it was something that was in my mind, and I didn't have that much of a resource and. I don't know, it was just not really, on, it wasn't just, it just wasn't really on my mind, and um, so I think, I'm not sure, I don't have much memory of dealing with makeup either, it's just I do know I, I started putting on lip gloss and um, eyebrows, um, drawing my eyebrows in university, and then I think graduating from university, that's when things became pretty apparent, to me, when I started thinking, is this something that I have to think about? I think I remember distinctively that I had a conversation with a f with a girlfriend. I asked because we haven't. She's my um, maybe middle school friend. I um, we met 
when we were 13, 14. And so I asked her, hey, how are you doing? Have you started putting on makeup and everything? I think that was like that thing became very apparent in my mind after graduating from university. And I don't know why. I think to me, university was pretty much still about mostly studying and balancing school life with extracurriculars maybe and thinking about what to do after graduation and so I really didn't have that thing have makeup on my mind and so now I remember very distinctively that after uh, university that's when I started to seriously pondering whether I should use makeup or not and that's when all the um, (laughs) dilemmas start um, appearing and start where everything started to be to seem more serious and very confusing and life started and I think I would it's not an exaggeration to say that makeup is when life started um, and I say that for a couple of reasons because just so what I was thinking about I think right after graduation was that it costs a lot of money to get good makeup like brand makeup with a brand rather than just pharmacy makeup even pharmacy makeup it's still it adds up if if you try to find the perfect um product for every single aspect of your face so you can get eyebrows eyelashes you know all the everything you can think of um has a product for it and so even if you get cheap ones from the pharmacy in the end from drugstore um you would still get it still costs a lot i mean i I rather, and at the time I felt, you know, I'd rather spend my money on a proper meal than getting a new bottle of something. Um, and so that's when things started to become confusing because the cost was a real issue. It's not like I'm so poor I cannot even buy anything. It's just like, yes, but the costs are, if I use this money for this product, then obviously, I don't have that money for the other pro- for some other product, including maybe books or or proper meal or stationery or anything else that I liked. And so, and so then, however, I thought that in Taiwanese culture, it seemed like um, makeup was a huge deal, and you know, people are talking about it in farm drugstores everywhere, and you see people in the. Um, um, metro um, actually wearing makeup and how you just real and then your friend the friend I was talking about that friend she actually spent a lot of money on actually um, brand makeup like the ones that cost maybe three times or even ten times more than drugstore makeup um, so that's when I started seriously thinking about to start to think about this thing seriously because I wonder what it is that people would spend like why is it that people would spend so much money on makeup and I was so confused and um um and so but of course you don't get any answer to to this kind of thing unless if you do something very specific let's say you google feminism and then space makeup then you get a bunch of even more confusing messages uh, on the internet, right? And so, I guess, simply put, you've got this second wave feminism where it's all about 
human like female sexuality i believe and it's where females uh sorry uh women are encouraged to express themselves and to wear whatever they want and to express their se- uh, second sexuality no matter what um that sorry in whichever way they want and uh, sorry i've got a little bit too much to drink tonight that's why it's not flowing too smoothly smoothly exactly but i hope it's bearable um yeah, so I remember that's what the contents of second wave feminism was. Um, let's double check. I think, what is it? <sighs> I don't know. I'm very confused. I don't know too much about fe- feminism. If this is the second wave. um, Okay, apparently second wave feminism is about equality so maybe it's a third way that it's third wave that i'm talking about um okay um third wave yeah maybe it's third wave so third wave feminism is all about sex positivity a bunch of diversity in um in feminism and they also have this idea of eco-feminism so i'm just reading off from um, wikipedia so if it's not if it's not yeah sexual liberation that's a part of the third way so yeah i think the idea of wearing whatever you like and that of course includes makeup i think that's part of it's conforming to the feminist ideal maybe and so it's not really a big issue although i really personally um, back when I started thinking about this whole issue, I think my stance was that, yeah, of course, I think, okay, so this is where things got serious. I started thinking about what it meant, right? And I thought, hold on, I, it's ridiculous. If you buy an, a makeup product in a department store, it could cost, maybe let's say you got foundation, right? Foundation, a bottle of it, a good one, maybe. 80 US dollars or 100 US dollars and all that and it's just in my mind that's just ridiculous how it's like half a month's rent maybe in Taiwan or I don't know the idea is just that why like first of all I don't understand how that's necessary and yet some people seem to be not able to leave their house without any makeup and so to them it seems um quote-unquote not necessary but i just don't get how one's appearance looks so could look so terrible that they need to cover this up so it must be something more deeply rooted in the psychology than just their uh mistaken fear about how ugly they look um so i thought i i thought about this whole thing because to me this the solution or actually the answer was quite simple right you put on makeup you have to spend money on makeup and to me money is the real liberation not um some covering uh up on your face i think money would be the real liberation rather than makeup but the society disagrees because if you see if you go walk into any department store at least in taiwan the first floor is always 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 makeup brands so um, and when I was when I was little, I used to just walk past these and I thought, oh, what is this? I, it's none of my business. But then, after a certain age, you realize that it's because this is where things um, are sold the most, right? You 
generate the most revenue from all these makeup. That's why these um, the makeup brands are always put on the first floor of your department store. And so it's a big industry, obviously. And um, I started thinking seriously about this. What is it? I I don't think women are so stupid that they uh, would just spend money, a ludicrous amount of money, just to cover their face with chemicals. And I, I just... I have to admit, there was a tiny period when I thought, you know, women who do that are really stupid. They just don't know how wasteful is it, it is to do that and how futile it is. They just look that way. Yeah, you can change, you can do a lot of change to your face with your makeup, but ultimately, um, ultimately, it's not going to change anything deep down, is it? And so I just thought... It's just I could save so much money by not doing it. Actually, saving money is the wrong word. I would say I would not be spending so much money just by not purchasing makeup products at all. Um, so at the time when I just fresh, I was I fresh I graduated from the university. I was a fresh graduate. Is that the word? Anyway, when I just did that, um, I did still put on uh, I I draw I drew my own eyebrows and. Um, and maybe lip gloss that's it but i do have a friend who is uh, very much interested in all the makeup and she spends so much money on makeup i can't really believe believe it and so i think it was kind of childish but at the time because she was she's my best friend and so out of some sort of strange competition internally with her i started buying a lot of books um i read maybe half of them but i started buying a lot of books and i feel like it's it's very childish because I did that very clearly because I thought the, you know, makeup is for looks, right? And so books are for your mind. And so there's like a star stark contrast between your looks and your mind and where people always talk about the internal beauty versus the external beauty. And I thought, fine, if I want to sort of rebel against this makeup culture, I would have to build up in internal material or something to become more cultured internally and um that's the idea however however i must say my friend or the whole society is good or maybe it's natural in me as a woman i don't know um because i was with a friend and, and then i started trying out some of the department store high high priced makeup and it does feel interesting well not interesting it feels like like testing out different products is kind of interesting first of all and also sort of the effects of makeup and seeing how i could look like a completely not a different person but look like someone from another country like my same version same version of me uh, sorry same me but just different version that is kind of interesting and so there was a t there was a period where i was i suddenly became super interested in makeup and then the books still piled up because i feel guilty for spending so much money and energy on this in external appearance thingy and so i thought you know i have to invest also in <laughs> on books and all that and so it was a period when i was really 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 torn i um i'm not sure if i'm doing the right thing but also um it was really a period where i sort of had the best or mo most interesting social life and so this then got me thinking maybe that's the root that's the root cause or like the real reason that most people are doing this i think makeup is a social tool not just for 
obviously maybe attracting the opposite sex. I think it's also a great bonding tool bef- between fe- um, female friends, and maybe that's why people do it. And on、um, and the last thing that it's doing is really the appearance changing or the skill of your technique of applying makeup. I I don't know. I still haven't come up with a conclusion. And so that's kind of the thing. And I was sort of I I sort of got. Sort of emphasize with these people who are really good at and spend a lot of time in makeup, much more. I thought they had a good reason, but still, I was sort of,、uh, on the other hand, very much enraged. I was thinking, why is it that women have to bound over such quote unquote superficial things, whereas men may bound.、Um, I don't know. I don't know how men bond actually. <laughs> anyway, I was just thinking how terrible it is and how this makeup. Business is tying to our visual culture, and it was on the at the time where I started rebel against the use of social media, social platforms, and I thought this whole Facebook culture is disgusting, and self promotion is not to be、um, encouraged, and so I had all of these feelings and angst against this makeup visual culture. Well, at the same time, I do have. I do own I do owned um, um, personally a bunch of makeup products and I do apply them. I did apply them diligently、um, most of the time, going to work and after work, blah blah blah. So, and then what happened was、um, let me take a drink. <laughs> But I still didn't have a conclusion. I mean, to this day, I still didn't have a conclusion. I mean. Yeah, you have the standard list of things that you could say about this mystery. First of all, as I said, it's a bond- social bonding tool, right? And second of all, including that social bonding tool, a big part of it is to get opposite sex attention, and third is to boost your self-esteem. And that I think is another key thing that I was really re- rebelling against me- mentally because. Physically, I'm still doing the things that all other girls were doing.、Um, about this mental self-image thing, I because I have really、um, heavy dark circles, so I put on makeup at the time mostly to cover them up. And so, you know, there were times when I just、um, I just、uh, washed my face and then、uh, took off all the makeup, and then I feel super depressed, and I thought. How not pretty I look, and then there were times when I just don't put any, I didn't put any makeup, and I went to the same places as usual, and people were like, "Are you tired?" and things like that, and then you get, you feel super, super bad. That for a couple of reasons. First of all, it means that if I'm not, if I don't have my makeup, it, uh, I look tired naturally. How is that gonna be a good thing, right? And second of all, it means that makeup does work because it covers up my quote-unquote tiredness. And so the whole thing became more and more complicated. It means that girls or women who purchase or use makeup didn't do it just for some vanity issue. It really is about self-esteem or how they don't feel confident enough with their bare skin in their bare、uh, with their bare elements. And so. That's kind of very sad because you, as I, I, as I would suspect, most men don't put on any makeup at all, and they don't get said that oh you look tired, darling, or something like that, right? So, I still think, I think this one, this this, because social,、um, sexual, and then third, self, 
the the reason that ties to self, I think, is the is the worst and should be fixed. I think, I think no one's self worth, sense of self worth, should ever tie to their use of, um, lack of use of makeup. And I think, that's when I start when I. St- And that when I when I did a lot of makeup, and then one day I stopped doing it, and people call out and said, "Oh, are you tired?" That's when I decided that you know what, I'm gonna ditch this makeup. First of all, the people who would call, who would say that uh, weren't even my friends. I didn't even care about them, but their words did hurt, and so I decided, you know, this cannot go on forever because there are certain parts of your face that you just cannot fix with the easy makeup, and so. I thought, why would I spend so much money doing this research and and sorry, spend so much money and time doing this research just to make someone who, whom I don't even like that much,、um, think that I am not tired, right? And so, and also I I want to stop not liking myself when I see myself without any makeup. So I decided to suddenly big、uh, ditch everything. I still have my eyebrows because I don't know. I like doing them. I don't know. Now, okay, that's another thing I need to explain, I guess. So anyway, so then, so then came a period where I just stopped using any makeup and just very, very, yeah, maybe just sunscreen or something like that.、Um, and then, and then to this day, it's more like because I'm finally getting. I I finally have an actual job and. I am still a little bit self-conscious, and it's still very bad. But I start, I still have my eyebrows drawn, and I sometimes put some cover-up of my dark circles area. But that's about it. Oh, and I do have some naturally toned lipsticks, but it's not exactly to look any different than my usual self. It's really a ceremonial thing where I feel like, okay, I'm going to work, and then after work, I put them. I wash them off, so that's how kind kind of the idea. And I would say, yeah, I am hypo- a hypocrite, and you know, for having criticized makeup so much and still using them myself, and I don't know what to do about this whole thing. But I would just say, yeah, I think you know,、um, uh, because okay, so let's go back to the reasons, right? Social bonding, I think that's definitely. A good reason for doing makeup.、Um, now, sexual attention, yes and no, because I believe that if someone truly loves you, they probably will see you completely naked and barefaced. And so, I think that ultimately, makeup is not the thing that connects two people sexually.、Um, it could gather their attention in the beginning. I would say. Um, so the third reason, which is I think the true reason and the reason that makeup is still a misogynistic thing, is it's bound to、um, self-esteem and self, and how it prevents you from being self-conscious about yourself.、Um, I think the idea is just that it's very clear that women and girls have been socialized and conditioned to think that their natural faces are not pretty or worth looking at. Um, and so they they need to have some literal cover up of their face, and so I think ultimately deep down, 
makeup is still tied to a very misogynistic culture. Of course, you could argue that in the past, makeup is only for rich people, including women and men, and so it's a symbol of status. And of course, that is still partially true today, I think. But today, you've got so much cheap makeup that can achieve so much.、Um, Better like can achieve so much, you would have to think that it's no longer really a social status、uh, signal.、Um, it's not as clear as a、um, very expensive bag, right?、Um, I think if you're really skilled, you can apply very cheap makeup and have a really good effect. And so I don't think it's so that much tied to social status. The only social status that it's tied to. Is to signal that you are indeed a woman, and so that is of course another whole social status、uh, being the one with two hierarchies with the sorry the the one with two levels, men versus women, and so、uh, this I would say is misogynistic, where people sorry young women and girls are taught or. Condition to think that their natural faces are not good enough, and so I think ultimately, yes, makeup is a very social thing, but it's also、um, social in the sense that it is misogynistic, and、um, that's sort of what I have come to right now. And I am a really practical person, so even though I know, and, and rather, well, or you can say I'm a hypocrite, but in any case, even though I know that it is, I think. Uh, sorry, misogynistic. I still apply very, very little of them. I still apply them, nonetheless,、um, to sort of get the sense of having a routine every day and sort of. Okay, I said to myself that once my lipsticks are used up, I'm gonna quit my job. So it's kind of the thing where I do、um, to to. Anyway, I do that for fun internally, but generally, I think this is my stance. I've taken my stance, and so the idea is just that. Makeup is not just something that is, you know, part of the veil of civilization. I think it's pretty much a symbol of misogyny. And yeah, you could read、um, a bunch of writings on this as well. But I don't think it's actually that complicated. It doesn't need to be so much proven because just ask any woman on the street if you, if they don't have their makeup on, don't they? Do they feel self-conscious? If the answer is yes, then I would say it's definitely um, um, related to misogyny、um, because that is a phenomenon that is not quite observed in men, and it's also a phenomenon tied ultimately to hatred of the self, right? So that's my idea. So、uh, of course, I'm not I'm I'm not a sociologist or anthropologist, so I cannot say for sure what exactly is behind all this、um, makeup activities, but. That's the idea. Now, I'm gonna do a little experiment, or just have some fun. Next, starting next week, I'm gonna wear my contact lenses、uh, very often, and I'm gonna sort of try to dress more prettily,、uh, dress better, and to do all this social sort of veil of civilization thing, and see how people react. And well, we're gonna experiment a little bit. One last thing I do want to say about how women say that they feel better when they have their makeup, and makeup is not for other people; it's just for themselves. I would say it's completely bullshit. I think ultimately、um, that the idea that it's for yourself—it's kind of like 
it's either vanity, but vanity based on a very misogynistic notion that women have to look a certain way and a certain standardized way. Um, either based on that, or it's just based on a reversed self-consciousness, you know, about how they don't look pretty without makeup. It's not about looking prettier, it's about not looking ugly, right? And so that ultimately ties back to my misogynistic thing, okay? Um, so that's my spiel. I think that's just my two, my, just, just my idea. I, I don't know, I cannot prove this or disprove this. It's just that I just do think it's a very strangely gendered thing, right? It's right. It's highly gendered because if you're talking about fashion, then fine. I think men have their fashion, women have their fashion, and so I wouldn't say fashion is any anything misogynistic. I wouldn't say that you know wanting some kitchen utensil or wanting some car or wanting some sort of product is necessarily gendered. But I think makeup is just a strangely highly gendered uh, product that I must think about it in terms of misogyny and so that's my that's the reason that I'm doubting it um I need to take a break I'll get a sip of water okay so that feels better so it's good that I had some alcohol <laughs> before this episode or else it probably wouldn't have flowed so smoothly because I thought makeup was is such a contentious um um, issue and you gotta think a little bit more deeply before you publish this but you know what maybe I'm just overthinking it maybe no one cares it's just me um, so <laughs> anyway that's just my idea out there now as for next week okay is there anything else I, w- I, I missed and I want to talk about Oh yeah, this whole thing about how everything is ultimately for mating, and which is the uh, the idea I, I wanted to do for this episode as well. But I'm kind of tired and I need to get my laundry. And so, oh, maybe next time. But it's just a thought that I had. It's just that I was thinking about how ultimately everything we do in life is to please us, uh, some other people or to make people like us a little bit more. And I think that is from the movie before sunrise where um julie she said sorry celine the character says that isn't everything we do to be loved and um a little bit more right i think that's her question and i think the answer is probably yes it's just i'm gonna put it in cruder terms which is instead of to be loved uh, a little bit more it's probably to be fucked a little bit more (laughs) i'm sorry that's just what i think um and that's maybe just me and my alcohol but yeah i think ultimately what we do in life ultimately is just to be to get more sexual attention let's just um um use a better language but yeah what exactly what Celine said in the movie before sunrise everything we do in life is probably to be loved a little bit more anyway I like this episode, although it's not quite my usual length yet. I think we could end it here, but I'm not happy with that. Um, I don't know. So um, another thing is I've not witnessed any too much of an audience growth. So that's kind of expected, but I can't believe it. I, I find it a little bit disappointing as well, but it's also just my fault. I should have done a little bit more um for every episode pretty much now it's just i just wing every episode sometimes i jot down some notes but not always but anyway um 
so yeah so i guess that's it have a nice week and uh oh my god it's not a 40 minute mark yet but it's all right so i think we had a good episode so have a nice week we will talk to you next time and remember to email uh living alone together at tutanota.com that is living alone together at t-u-t-a-n-o-t-a.com you can write me about anything you can you can give me suggestion you can give me your own story we can become pen pills i don't know there are so many things we can do over email um i think ultimately my goal of having this podcast is not just to have a public diary which i emphasize every episode because i feel that it's gonna be a boring episode for everyone else but not just for a public diary i hope that Ultimately, I started this whole podcast just because I wanna, um, I know I wanna know what's going on in, in everyone's mind, and I think in order to do, do that, you have to invite people into your mind first, and so that's why I'm doing this. And so, if you want to email me, uh, I'll greatly appreciate it, and I'll try to reply as soon as possible. And uh, maybe you can give me suggestion as to what we can discuss in the um later episodes all right so have a nice week that's it for today bye bye